Hello, how are you? I'm hoping I'm gonna blah blah blah. Let's try that again. I hope you're having a fantastic day. Thank you for being here. Um, this is the Between Me and Drew podcast, and we have uh, a guest this week. The, um, you heard from Marjolin and Hank uh, from Burbies over the past uh, several episode spots where we were interviewing other people from the industry. Um, but today I'm with Dave, Marjolin's husband, and Dave is in charge of the Young Plants division, um, amongst other things. And we um, have really built a nice relationship over the past couple of years of, you know, how Dave is able to help us source things. We're able to um, sell some woody cut uh, cuttings through Dave in the young plant section. And we also get a lot of our fall planted peonies from Dave as well. So um, Dave is going to be our guest today. We've got three uh, points that we're going to break out. Um, we're going to talk about his history in the horticulture industry um, because people were re- really getting a kick out of that with uh, Hank last go around. Um, we're going to talk about the ordering process because there's um, the ordering process is a little more in-depth because there's multiple brokers and growers, rather, that uh, Dave uh, sells product for. Um, so it's a little more detailed than, than you might think. Um, and then we're going to talk about some of the other things that Dave does in the operation from a day-to-day perspective. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Um, so thank you right off the bat for all that you do uh, for growers like myself and, and our industry. We really appreciate it. Um Especially as you know, the the cut flower scene has kind of exploded over the past few years. It it's- has. <laughs> it has. It's taken us by storm. Yeah. Um, when I got, and this will go into you know perfect where yeah I got my start, but uh, uh, I'll digress to that in, in just a second. But um, when I got started, okay, in the early nineties. We were um, mainly geared towards selling to garden centers, growers that were producing annual flats, okay, perennial pots, yep. hanging baskets. Okay. Um, and these and, would be like larger scale operations? Uh, could be, but they could also be small mom to pop. Okay. Uh, Medium sized growers, yep. you know, some that, uh, that have some greenhouse space and they're growing um, for themselves. Okay. Um, but the furthest thing from our mind at that time was flower farming. It was an unknown right. to me. Yeah, totally. And that goes back again to the to the early '90s. Okay. So um, I started with a company that now is no longer in business, Grimes Horticulture. With it at the time was Grimes Seeds and Plants. Okay. Um, and where were they out of? Well, they were in Smithport, Pennsylvania. Okay. And then they moved to Concord, Ohio, which is Northeast Ohio. Got it. And that's when I started with them in about 1993. Okay. 93? Yes. I wasn't even born, Dave. I know. <laughs> Thanks. Um, worked for them till about 1996 in the capacity of sales. Okay. And I hate to say it, but when I was hired, yeah, I must have talked a good game. But Ooh. I got a job. Okay. Um, but we were on a, a road trip, and I asked the sales manager one time, I said, hey, I hate to say this, but uh, could you... Like, completely explain to me the difference between an annual and a perennial. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dave. Well, from there, I got it. Okay. No problem. It's <laughs> oh. easy. There was no internet back then. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're really, really setting the scene here. Okay. No internet. All right. Stop in 97, and I went into a different industry. Of course, I was in my early 20s, and I just really didn't know what I wanted to do. I just 
you know, I needed a job at the time. Yep. So um, I went into another industry, actually in the golf business. So um, I was working at country clubs for two different country clubs for about five years. Um, realized that I kind of like my vacation days. I like holidays off. Yes. And if you're in that business, you're not. Nope. You're working on those. Yes, uh, you on are. Particular days. So. Fast forward to about 2003, and I went back to work for Grimes Horticulture. Okay. Um, not in sales, but in their broker uh, management, I guess, uh, position, where I would take pricing from growers, okay. and I would make that available to our salespeople. Okay. And any programs that they would offer, mm-hmm. you know, so we would promote that to the salespeople. Perfect. Um, and then, then, again, all the invoicing, too. Uh, was funneled directly through me. I did every invoice that went through that place for Dang. four years. So fast forward again to 2006, and uh, I met Marjolyn Burby at the trade show in Columbus, which was OFA, which is now Cultivate. Okay. We met in 2006. She was a vendor of ours, so Grimes would sell their product. Okay, so Grimes was a kind of a, they were a broker also. Yes, okay. correct. They, they were a seed company Yep. that sold seed. Yep. They had a, a really nice um, uh, facility for holding the seed. Okay. Um, uh, well, the whole process, you know, buying it in bulk. For sure. Bringing it down. Yep. Uh, and then storing it and then uh, and shipping it out, of course. But, yeah. Um, so, well, met Marjolin. We started dating and... They had someone who wasn't going to be there much longer in the brokering capacity. Okay. Um, at so Burbies. At Burbies, yeah. Okay. So I joined them in December of 07. So we'll call 2008 was my first year Okay. with them. Okay. So previous to you joining Burbies, was there someone who was brokering young plants? Amber Haynes was the broker position okay at leo burby okay i didn't know that burby's had been had like a hand in in like the plug they did some annual plugs okay they had you know maybe 15 different uh suppliers for various things some companies today are i think still in business that they dealt with and some are not okay uh when i joined them a few of the companies that they did broker for I had already worked with, so I knew right. them. Right. Yeah, for sure. So that transitioned pretty well, pretty easily on on that on that. So, you've definitely been in the industry for a minute. You've done the things, and you've seen things happen as far as changes and modernization and ordering processes and all of that stuff over mm-hmm. the past mm-hmm. twenty, thirty years. Mm-hmm. Um, take that to present day when someone reaches out to you to place an order or has an inquiry needing Lysianthus the first part of May or whatever the situation is, what does that process um, look like from your perspective? Um, it is, it's, it, not much has changed. <laughs> to be honest with you, you, know, you, you um, there is on, okay, so we don't, for, for the brokered products, the young plants, Lysianthus, yep. anything that's a plug that's right. grown elsewhere and direct shipped to that customer, yep. I literally have to place an order separately from my office to that grower. Okay. That grower then confirms it back to me, yep. and I confirm it to our customer. Okay. Uh, if there's any changes, uh, seed not available. Yep. 
um, any other kind of production issues, which I'm notified. Which those happen. They do. They do. Not often, but they do happen. Okay. Um, but you go back, you go back to the '90s, and you were you were sending orders by fax. That's how all your orders were sent. Fax. Yes. And I saved all my orders till the end of the day, and I spent the last hour of my day faxing all the growers' orders, uh, one after the other after the other. If, now, you'd be lucky if you had 20 going to the same. Right. You know, yeah. you could send all 20 at one time. Yeah. And believe it or not, we still take orders. Via fax? Via fax. Oh I still receive God. them. I don't send them that way. <laughs> okay. We've moved on. Now my orders go to growers by email. Yep. Um, and that's about it. Okay. They, they all go by email. Very cool. But they all take them differently. Okay. So that's sort of the reason why right now the young plants cannot be ordered online on the Burby website. Okay. That's where like the manual aspect comes into Correct. play. Correct. So kind of talking old fashioned, you know, we're doing it the old fashioned way. You know, you send me an email, pick up the phone, give me a call. Yep. So. Uh, For sure. How many plant or plug growers or young plant producers are you working with selling product for and have like availability to work off of currently about 15 okay. still yeah uh, some have come some have gone right um there's the old saying you know you send 80 percent of your business to 20 percent of the vendors or yes. growers yes where you use the majority yep uh, and then there's a few outliers that you you know you have an odd request for something and you check their uh their list and and you see that hey they do grow it and you check in further with them and, and they have it to ship and yep and you send it on perfect so as or from a grower's like a, a finished product grower's perspective like myself um we can pre-order product with you and then we can also reach out with like last minute things yes but there's a little bit of a a, a lead time when it comes to pre-ordering mm-hmm. um is that lead time dependent on the grower, dependent on the product? Probably both. Um, all, all seeded or uh, cutting propagated uh, plants have a lead time and a crop age. The age of the crop is <clears throat> once that grower has it in their possession, whether it be the seed or the cutting, Yep. it takes, let's just throw out eight weeks. Okay. But that's the crop age okay. from start to finish. Uh, you have to allow another couple of weeks lead time, mm-hmm. and that would be the seed or cutting procurement. Okay, because they they place their orders on a weekly basis, right? Based on the orders that they have in house. Yep. Um, add another week to the back end. Yep. So uh, something that's ten weeks old really could have a twelve week lead time. Okay. So it's very important if you want what you want when you want it. Right. <clears throat> to order in advance. But if there's some flexibility in that regard, then you can sometimes skate by with finding whatever's available. There is. There is, a, <laughs> there is what's called an availability list, and most, if not all, growers have one. Right. <clears throat> they will show me on like an Excel or a PDF document on their website that I have access to, and so do the customers. Yep. Um, you just have to know what you're looking at. Because there's two things. They have a list of everything they grow, and then they have an availability list, what actually is available. And if it's not available right now, they could very well tell you that it will be available in three weeks, four weeks, 
even several months in advance. Okay. Um, so if someone calls me, and I'll just throw out uh, lobelia for a hanging basket. Yep. Or petunias or calabricoas. Yep. And they realize they could use a few more plugs in late February. And guess what? They would like them the next week or the week after that. Well, no problem. I just pull up one of three or four growers that mm -hmm. I work with and I find out who's got what yep. uh, for that particular ship date that they're looking for. Right. Uh, also have to bear in mind that grower's minimum. <clears throat> and, um, you know, so there's there's some hoops to jump through. Yeah, for and sure. Usually, uh, and of course, it's all a very time-sensitive thing. So you have to, you have to get it done right now. Right. They're looking, they, they happen to call you, whatever the circumstances are, they're either late in ordering by nature yep. or they had a cancellation from another source. Yep. I don't mind that. Hey, if I'm not your main source and you call me because everyone else has been exhausted, that's fine. I don't care. Yeah. We'll get it done. More than happy to help. So. Very cool. So from your perspective and having fielded many, many emails um, over the past years, but I would more so say focus on like the upcoming growing season. What are some things that um, new customers might be struggling with or uh, a, a repeat question that you're having to answer a lot? <clears throat> There's a couple. We just, <clears throat> excuse me, we just, uh, we just closed up the Young Plants website. It was a separate website from burbyus.com. Yep, and we had we had had it for several years, uh, but it just became old to tell people that there's two websites to go to for different products. Right. So now it's all under burbyus.com. Yep. You just click on Young Plants. Yep. I'm there right now, totally following along. Okay. Um, and then if you click on a grower logo. Yeah. Which there's Rakers, Head Start, Plant Peddler, Natural Beauty, etc. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for cut flowers, yep. you can go to, well, at the top of that webpage, it'll tell you what products can be found at what growers. Yes, So absolutely. you're not looking at a grower that does only annual plugs and vegetable plugs, and that's not what you do. Right. Yep. So, so um, for cut flowers, I've got Head Start and Rakers. Mm -hmm. So let's check out Rakers. Okay. Okay. So once I open that tab, I've got... Um, the 2023 uh, cut flower pilot program. I've got a full annuals list. I've got all sorts of different um, programs that they offer. Yes. Now that's the page that shows you their programs. Yep. The tray sizes they're offered in. Once you click on it and open it, you can view that. Yep. Uh, and then you see pricing. Yep. This is where a lot of people get hung up. Okay. Uh, if you were to open that, you'll see the product on the left to the right of that well you see some incidentals that really don't mean much to the customer like a, a part number right that's something that i give to raker when i place the order but you don't need to tell me that when you place the order i okay. just need to know what you want the tray size yep. and when you're looking for it got it you'll also see a crop time yep. or i'm sorry crop age and a lead time okay and then you see some pricing columns you see in there um i'm on the cut flower oh that's pilot. the catalog See, this is that's different. one room. People oh, go there God. thinking, where's the prices? Oh, God. Here's what I'll tell people. Okay. Read everything. Right. 
See? Read, read, read. It's always kind of important uh, to read if stuff. If I can go off on a tangent here. No, never mind. I won't finish the story correctly. But it goes back to a <laughs> biology high school test. Okay. At the very end of the test, it said, no, beginning of the test. See, this is why I mess it up. He wanted, the, the gist of it is, is the professor or teacher wanted you to read all the instructions before beginning mm-hmm. the test. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, I will just say read all the information that's there. Yes. Uh, Rakers has uh, a really nice, they're able to give me, because their pricing is including boxing and shipping, it does depend on where you're located as to what you're paying. Right. If you're close to them, they're in Michigan. Yep. So if you're in within uh, Illinois, uh, Wisconsin, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Indiana, yep. those states, you're going to pay a few pennies less per plug right. than if you're in Colorado. For sure. Or California. Yep. So I found that the price list for the cut flower uh, program through Raker. Um, yeah, just like you said, it's got the variety name, the tray size, the item ID, um, crop age, lead time. That crop age part I had never paid attention to. So that's interesting to know that that's what that means. Um, and then the, the shipping breakout from there. So very, very cool. And quite an extensive list. Really? Yes, that's what I do in the month of May. Is I put together uh, growers' programs. They send them to me. Okay. So I would say I start getting the following year's pricing and programs from growers in. I'd say May is probably about the earliest. May, okay. June, and July. Okay. Fair. Uh, so that's what I'm busy doing with that. Yeah, for sure. So when it comes to pre-ordering, is there a time frame that's too early for people to pre-order? You know, can we start sending orders for next year, or should we wait until July? Yeah, it's a little early now. I okay. mean, if you really want to get it off your plate, <laughs> I can do that. And don't worry, I've got a folder I can just stick it into. I've got a desk that has only three folders. Okay. And I won't lose your order. Perfect. Um, but uh, I would say September, October is probably the prime time okay. for ordering anything that's shipping after the first of the year. Okay. Because you have to take into account the lead times. Yep. But not to mention, uh, some of these growers have early order discounts. Right. Where you could save anywhere from 3 to 10% off. Okay. Uh, currently, if you look at pricing for Rakers, yep. that's their regular pricing. Okay. If you are ordering that now, you're paying that. Yep, standard and price. If you want to save 10%, order before the end of October. So end of October is the cutoff. For the, the early order. For, for Raker's early order. For early order. Got it. Very cool. Good to know. Okay, sweet. So you obviously do more than just answer people's questions via email during the course of the day. Um, Sometimes it seems like that's all I'm doing. <laughs> and we love you for it. We love you for it. But what else, what other roles are you playing? What else do you got going on um, from a, a day-to-day perspective? <sighs> Depends on the time of year. Okay. Yeah. Walk me through it. Um, well, Starting spring. Spring. Springtime. Well, we got uh, product is shipping. Uh, my, my busy shipping, when I'm receiving invoices from the growers. Yeah. It can be actually have product going out next week. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really ramps up end of February, all of May, all of, all of March, mm-hmm. and 
the first two weeks in April. Okay. Then it slows down a little bit. Okay. If it weren't for some other things that I do, I would literally not have much to do <laughs> in the spring and summer other than pricing for the following year. Right. Um, but now, fast forward to the influx of flower farmers that we've we've been uh, very pleased to be working with. Yeah. Um, they are, they've taken away our, our, we had about a month in the summer where there really wasn't much to do and we really enjoyed that <laughs> off time. <laughs> I'm so sorry yeah. to make you work more. But it doesn't seem like we have that anymore. Uh-huh. You know, uh, it, it's, it's nothing urgent or anything like that because there's, they're busy with, with what they're doing. Right. Um, and we still have what we're doing at that time though is we are we are taking orders in the springtime for fall ship products one of the big ones is peonies right um, they do sell out quick lately um, so if you want a peony shipped in September October we're taking orders in May right and June yeah and which matches up with kind of like the t the ordering timeline that we keep in mind whereas if something is blooming you need to be ordering that mm -hmm. for the next round yeah okay it's it's a seasonal thing so if you want something shipped to you in the fall you're ordering in the spring so yep. go back two seasons yep you know yep. if you want something sp uh shipped in the in the springtime you're ordering in the fall yep makes so. perfect sense mm -hmm. okay cool um and then outside of young plants and and plug situation you're obviously you're helping in the the garden center too yes okay yeah, because uh leo burby has dutch mill greenhouse yep which is a seasonal you may have covered this with the others um i think we talked about it with hank a little bit okay yeah yep. they open uh, early april and they close up at the end of no october okay. so after halloween so we run three full seasons spring summer fall right um and uh as i get slow with young plants um, in the spring I have time and right. we have a dump truck and since our garden center offers bulk mulch topsoil compost yep uh, I switch hats and I throw on the, the truck driver hat and I Dave D the dump truck yep. driver yep it's the we have a <clears throat> well the old dump truck that we had we used to say it's the um, the slowest truck in all of Union County so we've upgraded. We don't currently have the slowest dump truck in Union County, Ohio. Um, but give me room because it's big. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's what I do. We're very busy with with bulk deliveries. April, May, uh, June. It's like a light switch goes off. You know, yeah. you could do fifteen or twenty deliveries the whole month of June. Right. It gets hot. Yeah. You know, and it's not a good time to plant grass seed. So. Yeah. Um, July also very slow. Um, August picks up a little bit in September and October. Yeah, be surprised. You do have, you know, but but it all kind of works just because. I mean, I'm always busy. Right. So even in April May when I'm making these deliveries, I mean, uh, remind me to go back to 2020. Okay. COVID. Okay. okay. But anyway, uh, April May is always a busy time for the for the deliveries, but. I find a way to find office time, right. answer emails, yep. take orders, make phone calls back to people that left me messages, 
things like that. And, and then, of course, working on pricing for the following year. Right, because it's all kind of happening at the same oh, time. Oh, everything's happening. So, but. Very cool. Let's go back to 2020. Oh, my gosh, 2020. Okay, so we make about, we've been delivering bulk for Dutch Mill Greenhouse now for about seven years. Okay. And uh, it started slow, 75 deliveries the first year. Okay. 125 the second year, 150 the third year. Uh, it went up to 175 the fourth year, and then COVID came right. in 2020. 350 deliveries. What? <laughs> and were you the only one running them? Yeah. Dave. <laughs> we did more in April than May, first time ever. Dang. 350 deliveries, and you know why. Obviously, you know why. Yeah. Everybody was home. Absolutely. And they needed stuff to do. Nobody was, you know, they, they, they were they were home. They were like, well, what are we going to spend our money on? Well, right. You know, and garden centers were actually a, an essential business right. in Ohio, and I think a lot of other states as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so thank your governor for yeah, for getting that pushed through if they did. And yeah. I think everybody I've talked to, you had the, all the protocols that you had to go through with the in-person. and For sure. Um, but, you know, when I make a delivery... Nine times out of ten, nobody met me. Yeah, they didn't knew where even I was see going. anybody. Drop it in the driveway. Yeah, um, and I'm out of there. Yeah, 350 deliveries. So that's a year that we do not compare right. <laughs> averages. Yeah. And this past year we did 200. Okay, and nice. And the previous year, 2021, we did 205. Yeah, very cool. So we're we're doing 200 a year. Yeah, is an average year is what we figured out. Nice. Now we have a, an advantage. Uh, I'm not going to say an advantage over other other communities because I'm not sure who's listening to this. But uh, Marysville, Ohio, and Union County is growing like a weed. No pun intended. It's yeah. just growing like crazy. So we've got lots of new people coming in. So that's mm-hmm. good for Dutch Mill Greenhouse. Absolutely. You know. Yeah. Very cool. Um, and a lot of industry in Marysville too. Um, Yes. I haven't touched on this with Marjolyn or Hank, but um, Scott's is based here, like the Scott's, grass seed. Scott's Miracle Grow headquarters is in Marysville, Ohio, and has been for a long time. I don't know their actual start date. Okay. But if you were to Google map uh, the city of Marysville, you'll see a, a stretch that goes out to the south and east of Marysville Center, out 33, U.S. 33, and out at the end is Scott's. Okay. And it was because Scott's needed the city services. Mm. They needed water, they needed sewer. Okay. Now, the other main industry in Marysville, Ohio, is it's actually over in um, Logan County, west of Marysville, but that's Honda yep. of America Manufacturing. Yep. And they also had a need for the city services. Yep. They're not in the city of Marysville, but they employ... 8,000? A lot of people. Eight to 10,000 people in the area. Jeez. And that's probably within three counties. That they Champaign pull from. County, Logan County, Union okay. County. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised. I think there's a lot of people that come from Columbus, which is Franklin County. Okay. Or even Delaware County. Right. To work at uh, Honda uh, Manufacturing. Great company to work for, from what I've been told. Right. Yeah. You know? Which, I mean, all of, this, all of this industry really does, you know, play back to what we do on a daily basis because it's people it's consumers it's it's people buying hanging baskets in the spring it's people getting married and we're selling to florists who are using that product so i mean really this all is you know tied together in some capacity or another absolutely so okay wonderful any closing thoughts anything we need to make sure people know 
Um, if you're looking up young plants on the website, yep. definitely read over and, and feel free to call me, email me, and I'll guide you through it a little bit. Uh, it's, it is a lot to look at, but I think once you get a hang of it and just read over all the, the little things. If someone wants to know pricing, they say, well, I don't, I don't see my state. Well, I've, I only have so much room on the Excel sheet to show certain states. So if you're in a western state, look to the verbiage to the left yep. in the gray area. And it will say, if you're in Colorado, add two cents to that certain. Like I did, I, I took a lot of time to lay everything out so that all you need to do is just take a look at it. And you'll see right. that you're adding a little bit to the plug price because you're on, on a western state. That, um, gosh, I, I guess take an opportunity to thank everybody for their business. And um, yes, we, absolutely. we've never seen in a, such a short period of time the new customers coming to us because I heard, I heard you through Drew on his podcast <laughs> or I found you through the ASCFG. Yep. Yeah. Which wonderful organization love working with them absolutely and we've been a member now since 2020 when, when first i first you. met you uh-huh. yes and uh you had ordered peonies from me the previous summer and had them shipped in the fall yep and that's how i knew of clara joyce because there was peonies i think were the first thing that i ever ordered from you mm-hmm. and then it was these screwy little black irises that i found on an availability list from margolin mm-hmm. and that was the first thing i ever ordered from her mm-hmm. um and then we just jumped off the bridge from there. Mm-hmm. So, it's funny how you um, you, you don't you, you see a company name Clara Joyce Flowers. I'm like, well, who's Clara? Well, she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 uh, you know you don't you never know who the owner is. Yep. And, and until you start talking to them and build a rapport with them, you don't know their their dynamics or their right. age. And yeah, gosh, Drew, you could be my son. I mean, I am old enough to be your dad. Well, here we are. Um, but uh, everything's, yeah, it's, it's a wonderful industry, the green industry, whether it be a flower farmer, a greenhouse grower, a wholesaler that has 20,000 square feet under glass yep. or more. Yep. Um, actually, 20,000 is not that much. Um, right. But uh, never have I ever seen, in this industry, of course, I've never seen... Um, the niche, if you can call it a niche, of flower farming, mm-hmm. be so moved and um, determined, focused. No, uh, I want to say that uh, social media moves, oh, yes. moves the flower farming industry. Yes. And people hear things, they, they see things. On social media that doesn't happen or at least to my knowledge has never happened in the other 20 years that I've worked in this uh, the business that doesn't happen with garden center growers now there may be some Facebook pages out there and there may be this and that yep but the Instagram mm-hmm. and I think that's about the main one right yep Instagram yeah. is primary for yeah right uh, for the cut industry that is really so kudos to everybody that does a really good job at that <laughs> It, yeah, blessing. Instagram can be a blessing and a curse at times. You know, it's it's one thing where, you know, after you've 
you've built a following and you've you've got a clientele base that you've worked for it's kind of like what do you do with it now and then it can also be you know a little frustrating as new people coming into the industry and wanting to build that clientele base on instagram and it can be hard to like make a name for yourself um and really get noticed so um yes instagram is is a thing for sure in the industry so okay i think we've done the thing Good job, Dave. Well, thanks, Drew. Yeah, absolutely. Thank thanks you for, for your, me. absolutely. Thank you for your help. Um, if you're listening to this, get your peony orders in for the fall, um, and then after the what? What was the month that we said for plugs for next spring? Um, I would say try to have your your stuff together by October. October. Yeah. Now, if you want to get the ten percent off. Correct. Ten, Rakers is ten percent. Okay. And they do a lot. They have a their new cut flower program is tremendous. Looks um, beautiful. They are going to be adding to it. Okay. Um, the, the the idea behind it was to put a a larger plug in people's hands, um, so that it can be direct. Yeah. Into the bed outside. Right into the bed. Yep. You don't have to transplant up. Yep. Um, now they did have a. a uh, parameters on their ship weeks only 14 through 30 and yep. only on even numbered weeks yep i don't know if that's going to change okay or if that's going to stay okay but uh, we'll find out we'll figure it out they just launched it this past summer yep and i thought it was terrific and they'll be adding more products to it but yeah get your orders in uh, before the end of october got it okay Please. wonderful yeah <laughs> But, and we can make it work if not otherwise. Yep. And um, um, I would say poke around on the website and look at some of the perennial growers. Yes. We didn't really touch on no, the perennial didn't. growers. Uh, Raker has a perennial line. Yes. Nice one. Yep. Grown in a 36. Okay. Uh, you have Swift Greenhouses. They grow in a nice 50 cell. Okay. Uh, Stonehouse Nursery. Yep. Nice big 32 plug. Okay. Uh, Emerald Coast Growers. Yep. Some of theirs they grow in a 50, but most of their perennials are in a 72. Okay. Um, again, some of these perennial growers, probably most, if you, if you go back and look at their history, they were selling to garden centers. Yeah. Greenhouse growers. Yep. Landscape uh, industry. Landscapers, right. And then I don't think their focus at that time was the flower farming industry. Yeah. But guess what? They all have something yeah. that you could use. Absolutely, for sure. I'm on um, Emerald Coast right now, and they've got some beautiful echinacea varieties. Um, so they do really, really nice stuff. A lot of what I would say is like tissue culture stuff. Um, Japanese anemones; those are always a hot button topic. Yes, just earlier tonight, I was telling you they have Honorine Jobert. Yeah, Jobert. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. They have 32 plugs available to ship now. And that's the thing, too, that uh, if someone were to go on to a grower's website and see an availability and it says that it's available now, well, you don't have to take it now. Right. Now means it's available if you want it now. Right. But if you don't want it until March 6th, yep. week 10, week 8, whatever, yep. that's fine. They'll hold it and ship it when you want it. But in order for them to hold it and ship it, you have to get that reservation in. You have to get the order. Yep. Because it's a live availability. Yep. Those trays are forecasted to be ready on that date yep 
and that's when we have to have that order. We have, the, the earlier you get the order to them, you can secure your, your tray or trays. Yeah, for sure. But again, growers have different minimums. Some don't have a minimum. They'll ship a tray. Yeah. Uh, some do require a four-tray minimum. Okay. Um, which is still pretty low. Yeah, especially on like a 50 or a 32. Mm-hmm. Um, Emerald Coast also has a really nice hellebore selection. Yeah, they do. Um, one, they've only really been able to secure is um oh shoot him something oh i forget the name of it they list about six yes but they haven't really been able to give good availability on uh, any of them except for i'm bringing it up now so there's ivory prince rosemary candy love that's the one candy love yeah okay they have candy love, but not until April okay. of 2023. Got it. I'm just looking at their their catalog, their photo catalog right now. Right. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. And that's another thing, too, is you can find great photo libraries yes. on these growers' websites. Yes, for sure. <clears throat> for sure. So for sure. you should be able to click on a grower logo, and that would take you directly to that grower's website. Yep. Right. Where from the... they show programs. They don't show pricing because they give pricing to their brokers. Yep. And then we publish the prices. Perfect. Um, but everything else is quite handy. And all of this is available on burbyus.com under the Young Plants tab. Um, and you can see all of the um, broker or the, the growers that Dave brokers for all listed out. Um, so all of that information is there available for you. Um, and if you have questions, you can send him an email. And uh, his contact is all over the Young Plants pages as well. So um, all you have to do is read. <laughs> like my biology teacher, Mr. Bischoff, would say. All you have to do is read all the instructions before you begin. <laughs> all no, right. it, I'm just saying it could answer some questions that could save you some time. and, and, um, and uh, Make the process a little easier. Sure. Absolutely. But if you just get stumped and you're like, I can't figure this out, you know. By all means, dial me up. They'll let, they'll let you know. Or send me an email. Yeah. All right, Dave. Well, thank you so much. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks, Drew. Absolutely. We'll talk right. to you later. All right, buddy. Thanks. All right. So that was Dave from the Young Plants Division at Leo Burby Bulb Company in Marysville, Ohio. Um, we will be back on our regular schedule. Um, so we'll be talking about growers' topics and plant things uh, next week. So check back, and we'll talk to you then. Bye.